DJ Focus, Power 89.1 FM, WNZN. We're live at Futureland Cleveland. You already know the vibes. Uh, on set with my sis, Moss LeRae, and we got a special guest, don't we? Yeah, introduce him. Huh? Listen, the one and only. The one and only. Mr. Revolt himself. <laughs> King, it's good. Queen, good to be here. Thank yes. you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're hosting today. Yes, we are. Alicia on the mic here with DJ Focus, and we're honored to have you on the show and in Cleveland. It's beautiful out here. I'm loving seeing the people. I'm loving seeing the energy. I'm loving seeing everything. Cleveland got some momentum to it's it. You can tell. Yeah, it's you can happening. feel it. You can feel it bubbling. You can. You can. So share a little about yourself for the audience, for those that may, may be listening to your story today. Sure. So my name is Detavio Samuels. I have the honor and the privilege of sitting as the CEO of Revolt. Um, Revolt, if you don't know, was founded by the legendary global icon Sean Diddy Combs 10 years ago. We're celebrating 10 years of Revolt, which is a massive thing for us. We started out as a cable network trying to lead a music revolution. Today we are a multi-platform media empire who is leading a revolution for our people. Yes. Super focused on social justice, super focused on amplifying and elevating black creators. And so then the last thing that I'll say is the way we talk about our purpose and the reason we exist, we exist to shift the narrative for black people globally, our mission, how do we do it? By building the world's largest, most powerful black storytelling engine on the planet, powered by creators, which is why we are here. Yes. Because the creators are in the building and it's Absolutely. all about amplifying their stories and lifting them up. I love that. And I mean, look how God just works because we just had our last interview yes. was with one of P. Diddy's um, investing companies, okay. Red Philly. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Red Tom, yeah. Will Tom, that's my guy. Yes, Will Tom, Will yeah. amazing. Yeah. He was up here talking about his story and not about to open up in Miami. Yeah. Um, so I just love all the, the synergy. So You're going to find Revolt Space in his building in Miami. Yep. Like, that's how tight the synergies yeah. are. It's yeah. a, it's amazing. Yeah. So for you, why Revolt? You know, you could you, you did so many things. I heard you speak down in Cincinnati a couple months ago. I loved your story. I'm like, okay, you have so much passion and purpose and, and spiritual synergy. You know, you could be doing... you done so many different things so why revolt for you now in your journey yeah to be honest I was at a point in time in my life I've been working for black companies since 2007 right wow. um, I spent very little time in corporate America and then I was like I'm gonna go work with my community and with my people um, it has been the hardest lift ever like I always think of it like Atlas like who had to push that boulder up that hill yeah. that's what my life has felt like in the jobs that I've been in fighting for black people inside of corporate America whether it was from the creative side I used to work wow. at an agency media side I used to work for Kathy Hughes etc so I got into to the point where I was like, black-owned media doesn't work. Advertisers and brands won't support it. Distributors, cable providers won't support it. So I want out. As I was thinking about getting out, my father passed. So this is February of 2020. Wow. And I'm sitting in uh, my father's funeral. Thank you. I'm sitting in my father's funeral watching people talk about my father. And you know that when you see your parents, you see them through the eyes of a child. So for me, he was dad. And he would bring Maya Angelou and Toni Morrison. He was a professor to these, to these white spaces to educate them on black people. Long story short, I now get to hear how people perceive my father through adult eyes. And you can draw a direct connection between the work he does, walking into white spaces in academia, wow. fighting and championing for our people. You can draw a straight line to the work that I'm doing, walking into brand and advertiser spaces, championing black culture and black people. And so I was kind of on my way of like settling or slowing down. And then when I saw who my father was and he did that fight till he was 70, I was like, look, put a whole new battery in my back, yes. gave me a way 
way to continue his legacy. And then I saw Sean Combs, and I was like, if there's anywhere I can do it, it's going to be wow. underneath Sean Combs, Absolutely. which is how I end up getting to Revolt. Wow, that's wow. so inspiring. Wow. Um, uh, definitely, like I said, my condolences. I actually lost my father right after the pandemic, too, as oh, well. Man. And it took me to a new level, yes, too, as sir. well. Yeah. You, you've been very vocal about your faith and how that has shaped and formed you. Can you share a little bit of your faith journey with the people and how you navigate and how your spirituality is so key in your life? Yeah, look, um, I would say that I start off as a faith-based person. God is the center of my life. I, you know, I'll give you an example. So I'm getting ready to go on stage and talk today, yep. right? So the way that a lot of people would prepare is they might spend hours looking at questions or coming up with questions and trying to figure out what to do. I, I, I don't do that. And I used to say I don't prepare, but I do prepare. Say because it. before I walked in here, I spent two hours praying to God. Wow. I spent two hours praying for every soul that was going to walk yes. in here. I spent two hours praying for everybody who's going to be in those seats. I prayed that their hearts would be open, that their minds would be open, that God would, that I would empty myself out and that he would pour himself in yes. so that people would hear not what I have to say, but what he needs to say to the people of Cleveland today. So God is like the forefront of my life. I'm just rocking with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. it's even one of those things where I look at my assignment and the assignment is bigger than what I think I would have ever dreamt for myself. But I am just trying my best to follow God's lead and God's path and be submissive to the assignment. So I don't know if that's the right answer. No, the best answer. That's that's yeah. I feel like the synergy because I did the same thing this morning. Hey. Right? Then that's how you know so, it's going to be lit. Listen, listen, we all did. And, and Let's be very clear. And, and our partners at Breakthrough Sound Studios. like, And that's what I believe that's happening now in the creative space is God is bringing the like-minded spiritual people together. And the force multiplication is happening. And we're seeing the elevation now. God more than any in the spaces i love that you know and that's why like i, I hit up ibrahim like look we got to get him on the show i don't know how we're gonna do it but let's get yes. it because hearing your story i'm like you're not seeing many people let alone black men on large stages that has a backing like revolt talk about god you know and so to be unapologetic about who you are and what got you here it's not only inspirational, but it's also motivational for other people in these spaces. So how is that navigating, right? Like what to say, when to say, who you're going to offend. You know, we, we talked about this yesterday on one of the shows about losing sponsorship and partners, about our, our belief. But we can no longer shy about what God is here in the source. So share about navigating that space. Yeah. So what I'll say is that in the past, it was maybe a little bit more difficult for me um, based on the companies I was at or the leaders that I have. But currently it's really easy for me because the company that I'm at, Revolt, is all about being unapologetically black, yes. unapologetically yourself. What we create for creators that no one else does is a space for every creator to be free. So if we're creating that space for creators, then I too get to share in that yes, space sir. to be my fullest self right the other thing is i have a boss named sean combs who has this incredible gift of pulling magic out of you mm -hmm. every time you think that you have gone far enough he's gonna push you be bolder keep pushing yes. keep going and so between the platform i run and the leader that i um sit up underneath both of them push me to be my bold unapologetic self and so i would actually say i'm not in a space where i'm ever thinking about shrinking mm -hmm. i'm in a space where i'm saying how big is the box like I'm learning my own yes. self, right? Because I'm getting a straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm learning. So learning and growing and not having a strength for anybody is my answer right now. I love that. Power. Love Listen, hip-hop turned 50 this year. Yes, We're celebrating yes, 50 sir. years of hip-hop. What do you think we are in the culture? Yeah, so look, I think hip-hop is incredible. We went from two turntables and a microphone to now what is the biggest cultural phenomenon across the world. And so what I'm excited about now in terms of hip-hop is, you know, we went from 
you know, street parties. Then we definitely have like the street pieces of us as we're trying to figure out and build hip hop and tell our stories. But now so many of those people, the Diddy's, the Sean Combs, the Jay-Z's, the, the Jeezy's, these are all now like business empires, yes. right? And so what I'm excited about for this next era of hip hop is we still going to make the world move because that's what hip hop does. But now we build an economic wealth. That's now we got the money where we can actually move things for our culture and for our people. One of the reasons why I love working for Sean Combs is because I feel like the man wakes up every day, he sees a problem for black people and he goes and tries to solve it. Oh, black people can't get PPP. Let's go create a company. Oh, black people don't have free voice. Okay, Revolt, y'all going to be the freest media company on the planet. That's who hip hop is now today. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to 50 years of that because I believe the world will fundamentally be different. Absolutely. Top three uh, MCs of all time for you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, come on. You, you know I was going to do it yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking so, hip-hop. Yeah. Come on, let's, let's have a conversation. So I'm from the West Coast. I was born in the West Coast. So okay. I'm first going to say, in my top three, I, personally, I'm going to say Tupac contributed. Oh, see, I just thought this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta, yeah. He knows that I'm from the West Coast, so you got to put that non-disclosure. Right. Like, this is where I'm going to start right. at. Yeah, I'm going right, to so Tupac. Tupac in there. Jay-Z, I'm definitely going to throw in there. And then I'm going to do somebody like... I wonder, you gave me three. I wonder, I'm like, I'm, t I'm going between like Kendrick, J. Cole, Andre 3000. Today I'm going to settle on Kendrick. Ooh, that's fire, good. That fire. Is fire. Yeah. So, so what's next for you? Yes. You know, in your journey, you're doing so many amazing things. You're inspiring the world right now. What, what's next for you? What are you most excited about? Okay, because you gave me permission, I'm going to answer it in two ways. Let's hear it. Answer number one is I don't know. It's what God says. That's and it. I am just supposed to be submissive to... Right, that's it. And listen, that's exactly listen, what it is. Man. It's the faith journey, it right? Is. So I'm just submissive. I have no clue. I have no idea. I have... God is moving. Okay. Now, what is the answer in my mind so that I make sure that I'm moving in a direction? The vision for Revolt is to build the Black Disney, right? So you saw Disney start out with cartoon characters, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse. That was the beginning of it. And then they pull out in the news and they pull out in the ESPN sports. And then they acquire Pixar. And then they got Marvel superheroes. Yeah, and then they got Star Wars. So let ours is a dream where black creators get to be as free as they want. If a black creator wants to create Afro fantasies, like we want to be at a place where you can do that. And so we are starting to pull back. So we have Revolt Black News. We're starting to roll out our sports. Sports vertical and sports network mm -hmm. and so our number one play is we want to break rules by playing in all the spaces black media has never been able to That's play. It. Black mm. media ain't been able to play in sports. Black media, where's the black Nickelodeon? Storytelling, how we mm. see ourselves starts when we're babies. Who's feeding us, right? Yeah. So anyways, that is the master dream for Revolt, and I'm just leaning on God to show me how we get there. That's amazing. What's, what's one thing you would change? You've been around a long time now. You've been in the culture. You understand business at a different level. We know that there's a, a, a politics to everything to yeah. a certain level. If you could change one thing on the business side, what would you change in your humble opinion? And this is, well, I'll give you my real answer is um, I would change the fact that the people who control the revenue are not investing in us in the way that we deserve. When you look at it, black culture is global culture. From an advertising perspective, Black-owned media only gets 1% of the dollars. How is it that we drive all of right. the culture, but the machines that tell our story through our lens only get 1% of the trillions of dollars that come in? That's the thing that needs to change. That's the thing that needs to get equitable. Our chairman says all the time that we as black people deserve the same 24 hours as everybody else. And so if there's one thing I could change is that I had the same 24 hours. Because then put me up against Disney. Then put me up against, you know, whoever it is. Toe to toe. I'm ready to go. But right now, I'm, I, I always feel like every day I'm in a battle where they got nuclear weapons and I got a water gun and we still out there winning. You know what I mean? Yes. Catching wins. But 
I want the same resources. I want the same opportunities. Yeah, and that's have. because God is already in it, right? So yeah, what we can say is that victory is already won. Yeah, yeah. We're just really walking it out that's it. In, the, in the natural. So that's in it. this space for you, why is storytelling so important for, for representation for people like me and you? Brown and black people in these spaces that for, for so long it has been marginalized for us not to show face. Why is that important for you in Revolt? Yeah, two quick ways. One simple answer is representation is the lens through which you dream. You can't be something unless you see it. And in a world where we don't control the narratives that they put out, and there's often kind of one narrative, right? It's only the gangster. It's only the angry yeah. black woman. It's only the, right? We need representation because we need to give our kids and our young people the opportunity to dream, to be kings and queens, all of those things. So that's one. Two, my hypothesis, and I won't walk you through it because it's a long story, but there was a book written in the 1400s that was the first book that said black people deserve to be slaves because they were third world citizens, they were savages, and he made wow. it Christian work to go to the continent of Africa, turn them into slaves, and civilize them. That one story has hung with us since the 1400s. And so that's what I always say. When you climb in that elevator and that white woman clutches her purse, it doesn't mean she's naturally racist. It means she's 400 years of storytelling yeah. about who you are that is impacting her. When that police officer pulls out that gun and shoots that black man, it doesn't mean that he was necessary in my mind being racist in the moment, but for 400 years, the only story he has heard is that we are savages, so he's afraid. And so the reason storytelling matters and the reason it has to be owned by the culture and the people whose story it's about is because we need to be the ones who are putting out who we are, the perception of who we are, the perception of what we're capable of. And as long as it's in somebody else's hand, it's never going to be right. Wow. Dropping these gems. Wow, man. It's, a, it's amazing. So for all the creators out there, right? I mean, right now it's hard to kind of to get seen. I mean, you're on social media, but to stand out in this space now and, and not to just go for what the trend is, but go for what you're called to do. Like, what would you sell, tell a creator like that, you know, who's trying to navigate these sins, uh, these spaces where the trends are what gets you picked up, but you're also not being true who God has placed within you? Like, yeah. Nobody great has ever been great by being somebody other than themselves. So I love the way that you just started, which is like rule number one is be yourself. Be yourself. And you have to find your own creative like inspiration you have to find what makes what lights your soul on fire that's where the best work is going to come from yeah. right so i think number one is you have to sit there two to the idea of being discoverable i think every time we create content we have to create it so that it is social by design meaning yes this is beautiful incredible content but a million other people just drop content at the same time what did i do in this one piece of thing to make mine break through wow. and then the last one that i'll say and we've been saying this a lot which is unification is non-negotiable none of us can go alone so as a creator you shouldn't be thinking about like how do I by myself get discovered who can you partner with who can help you get discovered like we have to find those strategic mm -hmm. partners that can give us a quantum leap do you think there's been a lack of unity amongst our culture I was actually just about to bring that up because I, I do agree unifying collabing is is key but do you think it's a lack of that within our community because of whatever yeah I just think we I, I don't think we I don't think we understand the importance of unification. And I think that when you come from a place where, here's one of my favorite analogies. So they say, white people walk into a room of 20 chairs, right? A white man will walk into a room of 20 chairs, see 20 chairs, take his chair, and then invite his 19 friends in. Why? Because he's confident that he knows that one of those chairs is for him. Black people will walk into a room, see 19 chairs, know that there's only room for one. And so they grab that seat and they hold on to it because the world has left us in a world of scarcity 
ethnicity and lack, right? And so what we have to do is, 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 is shift that dynamic. That's why you hear people talking about we're going to build our own tables. One yeah. of my favorite quotes, it might be Ben Franklin who said, surely we all hang together or we will all hang separately. Right. And if we can get all of us to understand that divided, they will conquer. United, we stand. Yes. It's the only way for us to move forward. I love it. So beautiful. Well, we love to wrap the Masleray show with a pure message. That's what it's all about, a pure message for our generation. What's your pure message that you can share with the audience and everyone listening? Yeah, um, God is moving. This time is unique. Like, that's why I tell people all the time, like, to be alive in this moment in time where we deal with two global pandemics at the same time, whole world stopped. Like, we are all, the people who are here on this earth right now are here for a reason. And so my pure message is, now's the time to make movement get in if you ain't in position get in. get in position because it's time for us to go let's unify and let's go change the world man thank you so much you blessed us today y'all yeah, blessed, blessed me and you gave me space to talk faith and hip-hop man like awesome. this is my favorite <laughs> my favorite spaces i love it welcome to cleveland the future land yes. we are here live at the future land conference downtown cleveland at playhouse square it doesn't Lit. get much better than this yeah, it's beautiful this. love it listen dj focus muscle ray power 89.1 fm wnzn we got to go to a music break we coming right back with more keep it locked you tune into the fix you know the fix is in